0: Well, good Saturday, friends, and welcome back. I'm glad to be here with you again for another devotional Bible study. And I want to start with a question. I wonder how many of you have, like me, ever had the experience in which the first time was the best time? You know, maybe it was some, some piece of food you ate or Some restaurant you went to, or some place you went, or or even some song you heard, and it just really got to you. It was really just great, and then it seemed like every other time after that was never quite as good as the first time. I've had that experience a few times, and uh, I think that's really in contrast to what I want to bring to you today. And the contrast is this: simply this, that there's always a better future with God. There's always a better future with God, that the first time is never the best time with the Lord, and that this time is never the best time, that God is always moving us in the direction of something better. We're still in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14 today, and this will conclude our our set of studies or our set of devotionals for this time. Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Where Paul says, "...not that I have already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead." I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know, thus far we've looked at this passage and we said, first of all, if we're going to move into God's glorious future for us, the first thing that we need to do is we need to realize that we have not yet arrived. That, you know, at this side of heaven, we're always going to be in a forward progress and God always has something better for us. And we just have to settle into that. I'm not there yet. And the second thing we said, we've got to forget what's behind. It's not that the yesterday had no value, of course, but yesterday serves as a foundation for today and a foundation for the future. And so we have, we, we can't hold on to what we had if we want to have the new realities that God has for us. And now we're at a place where I just want to focus on this idea that God always has a better future for us. And Paul said it this way. He says, I strain toward what is ahead. Can you can you see that? Uh, He's like a racer. I'm just straining toward what is ahead. Some of you have run races. Some of you are distance races. And you're always just moving toward the end. Some of you have taken vast, long bicycle rides. or Some things that required great effort from you. And you were just moving. Maybe it's just even in a work day. It's like, oh, my gosh, how can I get all this done? You strained forward into it. And, indeed, you accomplished it. And so I just want to finish with this, um, you know, Focusing on what is ahead and straining toward what is ahead. That's how we move into into God's glorious future for us. We strain toward it. We get a glimpse of it. You know, as I said before, we've got to forget what's behind if we're going to see what God has in the future. But once we get a glimpse of it, then we strain forward, strain forward into into the new reality. And so I, I guess the question I want to ask you today is... In the midst of all that's going on, in the midst of the things that you long for, which way are you leaning? Are you you leaning forward, or are you straining to get back to what we were, or are you straining forward, leaning forward into what God wants to make us? You know, if you just think about the fellowship here, the church. I'm just straining forward. I loved what we had, but I'm willing to I'm willing to forsake it all for what God wants to do. You think about yourself personally and even myself personally, I think, you know, I I'm happy, so happy with the levels of, of connection that I have with the Lord and relationships that I have and stuff like that. But you know, in reality, I'm willing to just sacrifice all of that since God always has something better, if you know what I mean. I'm leaning forward. I'm not spending any time looking back. I'm really energized by what new church will look like. I think there's going to be new church on the other side of all of this. I think that some things that had not been there are going to fall away. I think we're going to press the reset button and have an opportunity to reestablish valuable priorities of knowing God of serving God of being the church of being Christians in the world so i'm i'm just really leaning forward and i want you to know that beginning tomorrow sunday after after our worship services i'm going to be unplugging for 30 days i'm going to disconnect and i'm going to spend much undisturbed quality time in prayer looking and listening I'm just going to put my head down and say, Lord, show me, show me, show it to me clearly enough so that I can be a vessel of leadership to help move our fellowship in the direction that you really, really want us to go. I think it's a powerful time. So I'm going to be unplugging for 30 days. And you know, we're so blessed. uh, We're so blessed to have uh, uh, a church staff that can really take care of us the way that they, the way that they do. We're so blessed to have this church staff and, and they're going to just be ministering to you so very, very well in my absence, but I'm effectively going to disappear for 30 days. Um, and uh, so, but we'll still be we'll still be offering uh, these devotional times. Christian will continue to do them on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I am really excited about a lineup of people who have agreed to produce devotionals uh, on my days on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And they are Lisa, Pat, and Heather, and Brian, and Chase, and Tom, and Christo, and Don. And and uh, I I'm just planning on coming back in a month just full of vim and vigor and, and fresh inspiration and enthusiasm for leading the church forward and, 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 and just stuff I just will be really anxious to share with you. So I hope you'll maintain the discipline of connecting uh, with uh, those who are going to be doing this for me in my absence. You know, I really think that our, our future as a church really depends on leaders hearing from the Lord. And uh, as as senior pastor, I think so much of what happens next depends on my ability to hear clearly from the Lord. So I hope you'll pray for me. I really, will you do that for me? Would you pray for me over the next 30 days? That would just mean the world to me if I knew that you were praying. And uh, I'm gonna do something a little bit different right now. And and, uh, I'm gonna ask for you to take just a little time and just pray for me right now. I'm just simply going to bow my head. And I'm going to ask you right where you are, whenever you're connecting with this, to pray for me and to ask God to use this upcoming time to speak clearly to my heart, speak clearly to my mind, so that I can return with the kind of leadership that He really would really bring him the greatest glory as we move into his glorious new future for us. Would you pray for me, please? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I'm really grateful for you. I love you guys. Thank you for your continuing prayer support. And uh, I'll see you on September 10th. And uh, in the meantime, remember, live by faith, but walk in wisdom. God bless you guys.